My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My shows air Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. here on 1230 a.m. I bring you relevant topics that we all need to know about and the best guests in the industry who bring the newest up-to-date information to my show. All of the shows stream live every day from 8 to 9 a.m. And for those of you who cannot listen live, you can listen to my podcast at stayhealthylasvegas.com and download the shows on demand. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the corner of Rancho and Charleston in the Smiths Plaza. Visit them and see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. They offer exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. I hope everyone's doing great today. Should be a good day. Let's hope it is. It does take some work these days, you know, just to keep going in the right direction. You got to avoid things that create way too much negativity. Things like watching TV, watching the news, you know, those kind of things. Those are great ways to really put your day into a negative mode. Although we want to know what's going on in the world we don't need to be bombarded with it 24 hours around the clock. We need more good information. Every day here on the show, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, I bring you the best information, the most up-to-date information, the best, most relevant, informed, and educated guest in the industry, and we always talk about the things that are important for all of us, for our good health. I always make sure that we hit on topics that we're hearing about, wondering about, thinking about, or even confused about, and we bring clarity to those. Of course, I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store because that is a place to go for clarity, for dealing with misinformation and confusion, or when you've hit a wall or you're just having a hard time finding your path to the best health that you need to be in. Stay Healthy Health Food Store is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Every day, they work with people, they have conversations, they have dialogues, they bring their informed and educated and relevant selves to work every day and make sure that you have the and get the best information possible. Stay Healthy is, like I said, they're in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley, so they've been here a long time. They're a fully packed, full-service store, always there for bringing clarity and helping us get the right information we need to get the job done. And that is so priceless today because most of the places we go today, we can barely even get greeted and stay healthy. You feel at home because you are home and they're going to make sure that when you leave, you feel good. You're walking on clouds. You know that this time around you're going to be successful. So I think that that's really, really, really important. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. You can visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. And when you go in, don't forget to fill out the slip for the monthly basket giveaway. Now, sometimes they do two baskets. They start about $150. They go way up in value. And they're from some of their favorite companies and their favorite products. All you have to do is come in, fill out a slip to enter. 
for mail order services or on those busy days just to have your order put together for you, call them at 877-2494-877-2494. And they'll have it ready when you come in. Don't forget about their newly revamped and updated webpage. Uh, become a partner with them on the webpage. All you have to do is enter your email address and you'll, you'll be able to get you know updates on promotions and specials and coupons. And those coupons, you can print them right on your computer from home and bring them in and use them today. StayHealthyLasVegas.com. It's StayHealthyLasVegas.com. Well, today, my friend Neil Levin was back with us today and we're going to be talking about a topic that you know, sometimes people think it's only a women's situation, but it actually is a men's situation as well. We're going to talk about urinary tract health. And a very impressive background on my guests I want to share, share with you. Neil is the nutrition education manager and product formulator for the natural products manufacturer, Now Foods a board-certified clinical nutritionist who manages health food stores and cooperatives for decades. Neil is an international lecturer, award-winning industry champion, co-founder and longtime officer of the American Nutrition Association, director of the Mid-American Health Organization, the Midwest Regional Trade Organization, MAHO they're called, and the National Clinical Nutrition Certification Board, and a former technical advisor to the Non-GMO Project. This is the kind of show when I bring you somebody that can really give you the tools you need to be able to stay focused and maybe fill in all the gaps that are created by misinformation. So every time that Neil is here, take this information and run with it because you're getting the best, most up-to-date information. And he just he brings it in such a fun way that you could just actually enjoy it and uh, learn a little bit along the way. Help me welcome my guest. Hello, Neil. Hello. Well, it's always fun to talk to you, my friend. You know, we've, we've known each other a long time. Uh, yes, sir. We have nice conversations. I think people are interested in listening in on them. I think so, too. And, you know, I, I've been very blessed over the years to, to kind of amass um, people in my life that really do bring a lot. Because to me, it's about information and education. To me, it's about making sure that we have the availability of being able to, to truly make people more informed and maybe even allow them to to learn a little bit more along the way. And I just think that's really important. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, I've learned a lot from people along the way. And, you know, there's people who are my mentors and uh, my mm -hmm. peers that I learn from all sure. the time. I'm constantly reading studies and, and analyses of things. So, you know, trying to keep up to date, I attend conferences. Sometimes I... Uh, talk at them. Sometimes I don't. Uh, I think information is kind of like osmosis, uh, where things are moving through tissues in one direction or the other, depending on where the concentration is greatest. And sometimes the information's flowing in. Sometimes the information's flowing out. A lot of times it's back and forth, and that's mm -hmm, a good thing mm -hmm. because you know having a flow of information keeps the brain thinking and fresh and. You don't get uh, locked up into concepts that are changing. You know, over time, a lot of things that we believed are not necessarily proven to be true. For example, there's evidence that taking cranberry juice does not work for urinary tract infections, but there's evidence that taking cranberry capsules, which are much more concentrated, uh, can be effective. There's even an FDA 
uh, allowed qualified health claim on cranberry capsules uh, in that regard. So, you know, everyone thinks drinking cranberry juice is great, and it is, but it's often diluted and heavily sweetened, which negates some of the benefits that you would get from taking cranberry in a more concentrated form. And that's been pointed out by researchers at Texas A&M University. So, you know, there, what we know the original source eating cranberries is different from having heavily sweetened, diluted cranberry juice is different from eating cranberries, uh, dried, powdered, put in capsules, and even in a concentrated form. Hmm. I'm going to give you this question real quick. She says, Jeff, please try to do this. I'm going to work, and I really need an answer to this. <laughs> Hopefully you can, you can do it at the beginning of your show. Is there one thing in my diet or maybe a few things that I can take out that may be adding to the frequency of urinary tract infections? That's a great question. Well, uh, we have to look at what urinary tract infections are, and those are typically bacteria adhering mm -hmm. to the walls of the urinary tract, you know, specifically the bladder and, and some of those areas. And uh, there are substances that inhibit that adhesion. The adhesion is actually caused by uh, these bacteria able to attach to sugars that are on the lining of the intestinal wall, the epithelial cells they're called. But they, you know, there's sugar adhering to them. So minimizing the amount of sugar passing through the urinary tract is a key thing, controlling the sugar intake. But there are sugars and other substances that will inhibit that. Uh, one of the sugars specifically called D-mannose, and the D-mannose, when you see D with a sugar, that simply refers to the natural form of a sugar. You'll see D or L or DL on things like amino acids or sugars or uh, you know certain other things like that. And that refers to an optical rotation, and certain things are L and certain things are D, depending on their optical rotation. Uh, amino acids are going to be L in their natural form. Uh, sugars are going to be D in their natural form. So it, it simply refers to a natural form of sugar. And mannose actually has some roles in the body beyond that. It, it's needed to make collagen, for example, and other connective tissues, and also to generate protein in the body. So you know, mannose that's found in berries, uh, it's a sugar, uh, but it's a minor sugar in things like cranberries. Blueberries are, are actually a good source, too. Uh, it is a sugar that will uh, adhere to E. coli and other undesirable bacteria in the urinary tract so that they, they stick to that sugar instead of sticking to the, intestine, to the wall of the bladder and the urinary tract. Mm -hmm. And that allows these things to be carried out through the urine to remain soluble instead of being stuck on the sides and able to breathe and grow. And that's why the FDA has allowed that qualified health claim, which, you know, qualified health claim means you also have to put a disclaimer on that the FDA says there's limited evidence that this occurs, but there's enough evidence that the FDA allows this claim, and they don't allow a whole lot of claim. You know, this is a very restrictive regime in terms of what they allow, and you always have to have these uh, disclaimers that almost negate the claim, but you know there, there's enough evidence to say that you know it has a role there. And the the other part of 
uh, cranberries that have a role are the polyphenols, the free radical fighters, antioxidant-type compounds in them uh, mm-hmm. that are used. Uh, again, they have a discouraging effect on the ability of bacteria, especially undesirable ones like E. coli, to adhere and remain in the uh, the bladder, the uh, urinary tract. So uh, drinking plenty of fluid is another thing. Keeping your, your other sugars down is another thing that, that's important. So, you know, so there, are, there are different things we need to do. You know, you want to flush the urinary tract by having plenty of, of water. And the more we drink these sweetened, flavored uh, beverages, the, the more we're going to be feeding a problem instead of starving it. Well, you know, I think the standard American diet today is um, probably adding more to the problem than anything else because of the amount of sweeteners and everything else that's in our diet these days and also the foods that have little to no nutritional value. Yeah, and even as I, as I mentioned, even something healthy like cranberry gets turned into a heavily sweetened, heavily diluted product that does not have enough cranberry in it typically I mean, to have an effect. Uh, the researchers at Texas A&M, for example, uh, estimated that it takes about eight ounces of pure cranberry juice, not eight, eight ounces of cranberry juice cocktail, but eight ounces of actual cranberry juice unsweetened to do the job. Now, ideally, you would sweeten it with something like mannose because that would add to its benefits. But, uh, you know, cranberry juice is very tart. It's not that easy to drink eight ounces of pure unsweetened cranberry juice. Uh, you know, there are, there are companies selling this, but they're typically used as concentrates, and people are typically going to dilute and sweeten them just because that's the nature of the way people like to taste their foods. They don't like these sour, intense uh, things like your cranberry juice. But, you know, if you're taking something therapeutically, you need to get something that's going to give you the amount and the type of material that's going to work. And, you know, cranberry, you know, if you just eat cranberries, it has the mannose, it has these uh, compounds called PACs, which are pro-anthocyanins. They're they're the antioxidant-type compounds, the free radical fighters Mm -hmm. in the cranberry. Uh, which also have benefits on immunity and the way bacteria act in the body and things like that. Uh, actually, the uh, a lot of organisms sense oxidative stress as a signal for which cells to attack, you know, say, say for viruses. The immune system is heavily dependent on uh, oxidative status because it's going to use oxidation as a, demolition tool and a weapon, but it needs to control that with antioxidant compounds, free radical fighters and the like, in order to prevent excessive damage and chronic problems instead of an acute situation that it can control. You know, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, any kind of immune challenge, you want to be acute and temporary and not chronic and long-term. And Oxidative stress is one of the key signals in the body that indicates what's going to happen there. So cranberry has a dual role, both as a source of this D-manno sugar and a source of the free radical fighters, the uh, P 
PAC compounds, they're called, uh, that are in cranberry, blueberry, and other berries like that, that have a very positive role on immunity and even in the urinary tract and the ability of E. coli and other undesirable things to stick to the walls and stay there instead of being normally and properly excreted through the urine being soluble. Hmm. Is it more of a men's thing than it is a woman's thing? Or is it more of a women's thing than it is a men's thing? Or is it kind of across the board as so many things are these days? Well, men and women can both get this. I mean, that, that's true of breast cancer and other things that are associated with primarily women. Osteoporosis, you know, it doesn't just happen in women. But it, it is more common in women. It is more commonly recognized in women. Uh, for all these things, including urinary tract infection. Uh, I, I'll be the first to say men can get urinary tract infections too. Maybe the frequency is not as common as in women, but, you know, they do get it, and it can be a problem. You have to drink enough liquids, especially water, watch the sweetened beverages, as I mentioned, uh, and... You know, look at, look at what you're doing health-wise. I do have good probiotic status is another important issue because uh, having things in the urinary tract, and this, is, this tends to affect women more than men, is another issue because what happens in the urinary tract is affected by what happens in the digestive tract. There's some connectivity between them where if someone takes oral probiotics for a week, you can actually find an increase in those probiotics in the vaginal area of a woman. So, you know, it becomes perhaps more important for women in certain respects, but that doesn't mean that there's no effect on men either. There's obviously some relationship between probiotic status, urinary health, uh, GI health, etc., the immune system is not working in little isolated silos. It is influenced by things happening elsewhere in the body. Here's another question that just came in. It says, is it okay to use some of these ingredients on an ongoing basis? And the reason I ask is I've had such a revolving door of using medicine for UTI infections. I've changed my diet. I'm eating a uh, uh, Mediterranean diet. I do take my probiotics every day. I drink a lot of water, and that was big for me to switch over to that, but I am consistent every day. So as I'm writing a list right now of some of these things to use, are they okay to use for the long term? Because every time I get a prescription, it always comes back again, and they're not even working like they used to. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that'll happen. Um, I, I think when you're talking about a food and a natural substance, and, and you're, you're talking about a, a mechanism where this natural sugar, you know, if our ancestors were going around eating berries all the time, you know, blueberries, cranberries, whatever the native berries were, they would probably be getting femanose on a normal basis from that type of diet, from eating a, a hunter-gatherer diet, for example. The, you know, so this is not something that's unknown to our biology and the history of our species. When we start taking medications that are deliberately artificially altered for patent reasons, if, if nothing else, uh, I mean, for example, there's a, 
a form of uh, Makuna prurians, which is used as a source of L-dopa. But the L-dopa, they, which is amino acid, but they sell L-dopa as a drug that has been artificially manipulated to allow it to be patentable, and which mm-hmm. gives it slightly different properties in the body. So when we're looking at medications, we're often looking at altered substances or artificial substances that are often blocking uh, body processes. You know, you look at the SSRIs that are blocking the reuptake of serotonin. We're looking at things that block the production of stomach acid, just as two examples, common examples of how some of the more common medications are used to block natural processes in the body. Antihistamines is another example. So when we're looking at the natural substances, you're eating a natural sugar that's available in fairly small amounts in berries, and it's not something the body is unfamiliar with, that it doesn't know how to handle. It doesn't change how the body handles the bacteria in the urinary tract. It actually enhances that effect rather than interfering with it, as many of the modern drugs tend to do. So, mm. you know, it, it's interesting that you know, we, we tend to see fewer side effects and, and often beneficial side effects when we do see side effects from natural substances versus the almost universal, almost universally negative side effects we see from modern pharmaceuticals that are artificial, they're, they're foreign to the body, the body is, always, is not sure how to handle them. I'll give you another example of uh, when you take stevia. There, there's a study that was done on stevia, the, which is used as a sweetener nowadays, but it's, you know, it's an herbal extract. Uh, it, it does not trigger an insulin response, but artificial sweeteners like aspartame do. So when you take aspartame, according to the, to the studies I've seen, uh, you get an insulin response because it fools the body into thinking there's a sugar because, it, that, because of the sweet sensation. So it fools your tongue and you think you're getting a, a sugar, which is fine, but then you're getting a signal in the uh, pancreas to release insulin, which depresses blood sugar and makes people crave sugar because now they have low blood sugar. So they're getting something they think is going to raise blood sugar, and the body lowers the blood sugar, and then you're going to crave sugar. It backfires, in other words, the reason why you take it. That does not happen with monk fruit and stevia and things like that because these are natural compounds that the body is familiar with and is not going to react to in an illogical way. Uh. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking to myself right now, how many people fit into this profile of this urinary tract conundrum? It seems like maybe 50 years ago we didn't have as many people out there but is this becoming a lot more common than we know well people are eating a lot more processed foods and things that are sweetened and it, you know it, it's it's a lot different you know people used to eat a simpler diet when when i was a kid centuries ago it seems like uh than they do today you know the the processed food options are much more abundant, much more 
manipulated in many ways. And so, you know, I mean, if you think about uh, even raising blood sugar as a potential issue, because having excess sugar in the in the urinary tract is one of the risk factors, and so the amount of sugar we eat becomes an issue, and people are drinking a lot of uh, the sodas and every, you know, almost everything sweet. Uh, you know, you buy pasta sauce, and nowadays, um, if you look at labels, it shows natural sugar and added sugar, and about half the sugar in a typical pasta sauce is added sugar. Mm, They're not no, maybe sure. using ripe tomatoes that have enough of their natural sugars. So you know, we're looking at a different diet that has changed, that has literally morphed over decades to become more and more processed, more and more assembled, more and more artificial, more and more things are sweetened. And, you know, the, the list of sweeteners has expanded, but a lot of them are sugars. And, and people are still consuming plenty of sugars, even though we see a lot of stevia and monk fruit and other alternative sweeteners being sold. Uh, you know, but but then when we see the artificial sweeteners maybe backfiring and make, making people crave the sugars and and not replacing them the way they were intended, you know that becomes another problem that to raise blood sugar. And these processed foods are typically very low in fiber. Fiber is one of the things that slows digestion, that slows the rise of blood sugar, that prevents the blood sugar peak from coming as high as soon after a meal because when you're looking at that peak how quickly does the blood sugar peak which how much insulin response is needed in other words uh it's actually less if you're eating enough fiber americans only get one third of the fiber that the government recommends which might be a minimal amount in in any case so we're not controlling our blood sugar we're not controlling the sugar in the diet adequately the natural choices for replacement sugars are far, far better than the artificial ones. We still don't see a lot of these natural ones in restaurants, for example, though. You know, as options for typical consumers, They're, they haven't reached that point of being mass market acceptable, which shows that a lot of people are susceptible to having this rebound effect from artificial sweeteners, uh, insulin response, sugar cravings. The sugar is not being balanced with fiber. People might not have enough B vitamins and chromium and zinc and other nutrients needed to process the sugars properly into energy. And then there's excess sugar in the bloodstream. That leads to fat being stored in the body. That leads to excess sugar in the urinary tract. You know, these are risk factors for a wide range of negative conditions, uh, you know, even uh, metabolic syndrome, uh, pre-diabetic states, uh, liver problems. You know, they're all associated with all with this phenomena, this dietary phenomena. Answer this for me, uh, or for my for one of my listeners. She said. My doctor had to put me on the pill, which I did not want to do. I'm not even sexually active, but he did it for helping to re-regulate a hormonal situation that has become out of balance. Since I've been on it now six months, I've had five urinary tract infections. 
and I'm just wondering, is there something naturally I can do? Because every time they give me something, it just makes me sick to my stomach. Is there something I can do naturally on an ongoing basis that might make this better? You piqued my interest. I'm actually parked in my parking lot. I haven't gone into work yet because I'm listening. <laughs> the, the famous driveway moments. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, you know, looking at research, we're, we're seeing that, uh, that the cranberry concentrates and the Z-mannose uh, can potentially have benefits. Drinking adequate water can have benefits. You know, water, not sweetened beverages. You know, all liquids are not equal. Uh, I think I think those are two key things. You know, limit the sugar intake and make sure there's plenty of these antioxidants and related uh, free radical fighting compounds in the diet. Uh, I would suggest a multivitamin. Make sure you have enough nutrients to process these things. Uh, the B vitamins are, are all cofactors in all of the metabolism needed to convert sugars into energy and many, many other uh, metabolic processes in the body. Uh, you know, you want to make sure you can utilize whatever sugars you are getting properly and not have them store in the liver, store as fat, uh, be excreted as excess through the urinary tract where they tend to stick to the sides and encourage the adhesion of bacteria mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if they're not properly flushed. And, you know, I mean, one of the reasons why mannose works is its ability to have the bacteria adhere to it instead of the sugar on the intestinal walls. And if there's a limited amount of sugar in the, in the urinary tract, it's more likely that you'll carry it out through adhering to mannose, which doesn't tend to stick to the urinary tract wall. Okay. Here, here's another question. It says, since I've been drinking water, a lot more water, because I never did, I find that my urinary tract infections have gone down. My daughter is 14 years old, and she drinks a lot of water. She eats an amazing diet. She's vegetarian uh, and very strict to her diet. She gets one every single month right around her period. Jeff, would you mind asking Neil if there's something I can do with her at 14? The doctor, believe it or not, said she'll outgrow it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, it would not be a bad idea to make sure they're having these, these berries and, and, and the, the correct types of sugars. Limiting, I mean, when you say an amazing diet, does, does that include a lot of sugar? Yeah, because, you, you know, a lot of vegetarians... It can vary a lot. I'm a vegetarian, but my diet is not like other vegetarians necessarily. You know, everyone's got their own view of what vegetarian means and what diet. Vegetarian could mean I'm eating pizza all day long or uh, I'm eating brown rice and tofu all day long or, you know, anything in between. So, you know, the, the amount of sugar coming in is important, but uh, I, I think uh, feminine hygiene is a potential issue, uh, not necessarily in this individual, but in general, where, you know, if it's related to uh, a menstruation, that uh, th there could be uh, a difference in the way things are being the excreted from the urinary tract when there's other stuff going on with the menstruation uh, that affects that area also. Uh, oh. Possibility of bacterial infections, so I would make sure there's 
good probiotics in the uh, in her diet as well uh, because you want to make sure that there's a good bacterial balance and the bacteria actually help balance the pH in the vaginal tract as well. When you take oral bacteria, it actually within a week will transfer to the vaginal area and uh, bacteria like uh, acidophilus and, and related species of probiotics will actually, uh, they release hydrogen peroxide and other compounds that are acidic and they acidify the, uh, the, the vaginal area to a proper pH in the 5 range, something like that, uh, which it should be slightly acidic and discourage the growth of E. coli and things like that. So, you know, that's another issue. Uh, you want to make sure that the, that the bottom of the urinary tract in a woman has the right pH, too, so it's not culturing the wrong thing. Just like you want the, the bladder and, and the upper part of the urinary tract to have the right pH and enough liquid flow and things like that. So, uh, you know, as above, so below is the old oriental expression, but... You know, that can apply to the urinary tract, too. You want to make sure both ends of a woman's urinary tract are properly nourished, have the right environment, good hygiene, etc. Oh, that makes really good sense. Do you... Oh, this is funny. Somebody said, um, for years and years, I used to drink the cranberry juice from the grocery store and never got any results, but I just really, really liked it. Then I got to taste unsweetened cranberry concentrate that I picked up at Stay Healthy that made my nose curl and my eyelashes twist. I really learned the difference instantly that there is a difference with the one with added sugar. Yeah, and that's been confirmed by studies. So, you know, diluting it to the point where there's not enough and sweetening it where you're counteracting <laughs> the effect is, is not a good strategy. I mean, it, it's, it's a great drink. I, you know, if I'm out... Uh, for an evening and I don't want to drink, I'm, I might have a cranberry juice at a bar or something, you know, but I'm not looking at that to treat or prevent urinary tract infection, you know. Um, you know, I mean, there's a difference in the way these things are going to work. Right, right, right. Um, here's another question. It says, are there any supportive vitamins that I can take, adding to my vitamin daily regimen that are supportive, not on the herb side, but maybe on the vitamin side. I've always wondered. Well, getting enough potassium is always an issue. Uh, if you don't eat enough fresh produce, that's going to be a problem because you typically are not going to get much potassium in supplements. Uh, potassium in supplements is actually listed in tablet or capsule form to 99 milligrams. And that is due to a single case of a tablet of potassium that supposedly exploded in the intestines of, of a person. I believe it was a, a man. But uh, uh, because of that, they think there's a risk of potassium exploding, and you can only get higher than 99 milligram as a supplement in liquid or powder form which does not have the risk of a concentrated tablet somehow exploding wow. in, the, in the intestinal tract. A single case resulted in a federal regulation that restricts all of us from getting 
adequate potassium via tablets and capsules. And, wow. you know, I, I'm not sure that's a logical thing to do, but that's the way the regulations are. And that's why you see these 99 milligrams on the shelf in, in health food stores. But you can get higher amounts in uh, electrolyte formulas and, and the such, or buying a powder and taking more yourself. But ideally, you're going to get potassium by eating a produce-rich diet, which, of course, many of us are not getting enough of. So, you know, I'm, you know that, that's one, one concern. Uh, I, would, I always suggest a multivitamin just to bridge any nutritional gaps. We know that people on restricted diets, we mentioned vegetarians earlier. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. I have to worry about my B12, my protein, my iron, my copper, my omega-3. Uh, you know, the list actually goes on and on. And that's true for any restricted diet. People on paleo diets might not be getting, or on keto diets especially, they might be restricting their plant-based uh, nutrient intake, including fiber, including carotenoids and other plant-based materials like the PACs, these uh, polyphenols that are in cranberries and other berries like blueberries. Uh, I keep mentioning blueberries because I've seen some evidence that blueberries can have the same benefits as cranberries, which people are not aware of. But, you know, it, it has not received the same focus as the cranberries in terms of urinary tract health. I see. You know, I, I think the interesting thing is, you know, that, you know, these are not new things going on. These are things that have been going on for a very long time. And I think a lot of people have just kind of, they accept some of these, you know, they'll just say, oh, I'll just run to the doctor and get an antibiotic, you know, or whatever. The doctor gives them something and, you know, instantly they just feel a little bit better. But I think to myself sometimes, you know, maybe if we were doing some things along the way, a little bit more preventively, especially if you're someone that's been suffering with these for a long time, I think you'd want to. I think you'd be tired of the revolving door. Yeah, it's estimated that 20 to 30 percent of women have recurring uh, UTIs, urinary tract infections, and there's also concerns about antibiotic resistance so that uh, both doctors and patients tend to be cautious nowadays about using antibiotics and risking getting antibiotic resistance and antibiotic resistant bacteria forming in the body. Uh, so, you know, having other strategies you know, become something that, that can be very useful. Uh, actually, some of the evidence uh, says that the, the, taking cranberries, like the FDA uh, qualified health claim, it, it, it's based, the studies indicate that uh, it's better at preventing first occurrences than recurrences. Huh. So, That's you know, and it, it, you know, Taking it uh, preventively would seem to be a better effect, you know, based on the FDA claim, uh, FDA allowed claim, I should say, the qualified health claim, uh, rather than assuming that it's going to knock out an infection. It's estimated that only about 50% of the E. coli in the bladder, for example, it will adhere to the D. mannose and be carried out of the body. 
that lowers the bacterial burden, but it does not eliminate it. It doesn't kill bacteria. It's not an antibiotic. It's not going to remove an existing infection that might already be sticking to the uh, urinary tract wall. So, you know, there are limitations to what uh, this natural uh, fruit extract can do, whether from a sugar or the polyphenols, the, the PACs that are in there. But, uh, you know, it does have a benefit, but it's not a drug benefit. It's not going to get rid of a urinary tract infection. It's not, it's not going to absolutely prevent them because all you're doing is, is lowering the amount of sugar that's free-flowing there uh, and the amount of bacteria that is available to stick to sugar on the, on the walls of the urinary tract. So, you know, it has a benefit, but it's a limited benefit. It's not the same benefit you would expect if you went to the doctor and wanted a drug to treat a urinary tract infection. It is not that type of product. Hmm. Let me ask you another question while I've got you. Um, as, we, as we talk more and more about things that we can do preventively, do you think that a lot of this or some of this stuff that we're dealing with, some of these actual, I call this kind of a structural situation that's going on in the body. Are, are urinary tracts anywhere linked to a weakened immune system, excessive stress, or can it be linked to dehydration and diet and maybe hormones more than anything else? Well, I'd say all of the above. I mean, mm. if, if you're talking about, you know, E. coli in the body, which naturally occurs, you know, we all have E. coli in our body. It's just a question of how do we control and manage it. And if we have the right systems in place and we keep the numbers low, the body can handle it. If we don't have the right systems, environment, diet, what other, whatever factors, then it can overgrow, and then it becomes a problem. So it, it's really a problem of overgrowth of undesirable things that are always in our system that we should, you know, have a, a competent, a basic competence as human beings to be able to control. Uh, you know, obviously, stress and diet and other problems are going to shift the balance towards these undesirable organisms instead of our, our body's system of normally controlling them the way they should. Uh, you know, the immune system is not necessarily absent in the urinary tract. Maybe it's not as abundant there, there's not as much going on, but certainly probiotics have a role throughout the urinary tract. Uh, uh, immune cells are going to be carried into the urinary tract as well. So, you know, if we have good immunity, and that depends on, uh, again, stress, as you mentioned, has a profound effect on immunity. Uh, people can make themselves sick with stress, and we all know that. Uh, we know that probiotics have a role that uh, about maybe up to three-quarters of the immune activity is in the gut, and the more we can control what's happening there, which is where E. coli comes in, by the way, and where we're trying to control it, but if it can get out and escape into the body and not be uh, controlled by the immune system, that you know that's a way for it to get into the urinary tract when it's being filtered out of the blood. The body's trying to dump it, but it still needs to be controlled on the way out. 
you know, the body has mechanisms for that. Our, our system of liver detoxification involves things like glucuronidation, which actually attaches something to a dangerous molecule to, to lock it up. I, I use an analogy of it's like a paddy wagon taking a prisoner from the jail to the courthouse. Hmm. You know, but hmm. there's actually a, an attachment of, of, of something to uh, these molecules that are dangerous so they can't cross the blood-brain barrier on the way out and so that they could be safely excreted without causing damage. So, you know, the body is used to sending things out as a waste stream through the urinary tract as well as through the uh, digestive tract, you know, the colon. Uh, but, you know, it is used to that, and there are mechanisms to control it, and the mechanisms are weak or out of whack if it's not being properly controlled or they're being overwhelmed. Maybe there's too much input of something that the body just can't control at all. You know, you don't want these overgrowths, you know, of these things that are always in the environment. We've always got botulism and E. coli and stuff like that in our bodies. Our immune systems know how to handle them in reasonable numbers. Even cancer cells. You know, if you had 100 cancer cells in your body, your, your immune system could probably take care of it. If you have 10,000, maybe not. So really it depends on the number, it depends on where they are, it depends on your defenses. And part of our defenses is nutritional. And that's why I, as part of my immune presentations, I always bring up, take a multivitamin, look at other things you might need because of your diet, your lifestyle. You know, start with that, start with the basics, and then add what you need. You know, if you need to add cranberry and mannose, do you think that will help balance what's going on in your body and uh, mitigate something? Fine. But, you know, don't expect it to be a magic pill. Don't expect it to work like a drug. Don't expect it to knock out an infection. Okay. Here's another question that just came in. Is it, is it an old wives' tale that wearing underwear that are too tight can give you a urinary tract infection? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure if it's too tight, but I would certainly be suspicious of different materials that do not breathe. Oh, all right. So cotton, preferably. So cotton would probably be better than something that is uh, doesn't allow the skin to breathe, doesn't allow things to dry out. Oh, okay. No, that that makes good sense. You know, you know, you hear these things. You know, you kind of hear these things and you think to yourself, wow, you know, uh, is this an old wife's tale or is this a, uh, <laughs> is this something that there is some validity to here? I have a gentleman just called in. He goes, I have been dealing with urinary tractions for a long time. I changed my diet, started drinking water. I take D-Manos. I take cranberry capsules. Uh, I use colloidal silver. My diet is really, really good and clean, really, really clean. I don't do junk at all. And I have not had a urinary tract infection in over seven months. And that's huge. Great. That's great news. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. it just shows you that there are factors that we can control that affect whether something is happening correctly or incorrectly in the body. And by correcting these things, you're, you're limiting the influence of things that are in the body already, like E. coli, to get out of control. 
You're, you're letting the body control it. If the body's designed to control it. it. It just needs the right input and not too much of the wrong input. So actually what people need to do is realize that they can actually make changes, but they have to make changes to get the changes. Uh, all right, Neil, I'm going to leave you with, there's my question of the day. Leave us with a thought that you think is important. It can relate to the topic today, or maybe just something that you think that uh, words of wisdom that we love. Well, I mean, I would, I would look at the cranberry and mannose uh, separate in combinations. Now offers them, other companies offer them. Uh, but, you know, look at your lifestyle. Look at your water intake. Look at your sweetener intake. Look, look at your nutrient intake. And if you correct these things, then the body tends to correct itself. You know, health is not magic. It's based on biochemistry, and it needs to have the right components to function properly. I love it. You know, uh, anything big for you coming up, Neil? Any travel, any events, lectures, anything coming up? Well, I'll actually be in Las Vegas at the end of this month, as we discussed, and now I'll be actually at the Stay Healthy store uh, last day of this month uh, doing some staff training. So uh, I look forward to seeing all the folks there. And uh, yeah, I've got conferences in Dallas and San Diego in the next couple months after that for a nutrition conference. Do you know what time you're going to be there so I can keep promote that people can come and see you? Uh, I don't know if that's a public event. I think it's staff training. Well, in case they run into you and they want to meet you. Yeah, I'll be there it. first thing in the morning on the 31st. That'll be great. Oh, that'll be wonderful. And I know they'll really appreciate having you there. Yep. My friend, thank you. Thank you once again for everything. I love opening my book and seeing that you're here with me that day. Thank you. All right. You're my friend, my colleague, and I hope you stay healthy. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Be well. Have a good day. My guest today, Neil Levin, representing Now Foods. He is definitely a industry insider. He has brought so much information to this industry, and he allows everyone to be able to really get the inside information. When you hear a show with Neil, you're getting it right there from the horse's mouth, up-to-date, relevant information. If you go back through Stay Healthy's webpage, you can go back on the podcast you can listen to previous shows. And, of course, he's on with me every single day. Uh, every single month, excuse me, one day a month. Now, go to Stay Healthy's webpage. I was mentioned it. I'm going to mention it again. They newly revamped their webpage. And you can become a partner with them. All you have to do is enter your email address. Now, that's going to make you privy to you know, promotions and discounts and coupons. And you could even print those coupons right there on the webpage and take them in today for your shopping excursion. At StayHealthyLasVegas.com, StayHealthyLasVegas.com. The store is open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Uh, don't forget to call them for mail orders or maybe just to uh, have your order put together for you. You know, we're busy. we got so much stuff on our plate these days. But what you don't want to do is run out of the stuff that you're used to using. So what you do is you go to Stay Healthy. And when you have time and you do your shopping and ask your questions, on the crazy busy days, you call them. And say, can you get my stuff together? And I'll have it ready when you get there. You can zoom in, pick it up, and be on your way. 877 2494 
You'll find Stay Healthy, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, in their fourth decade at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. I always tell people when you're walking into Smith to do your grocery shopping, stop, turn over your right shoulder, there, stay healthy. You can't miss them. They really are your one-stop, full-service location for everything health and nutrition. And when I say a full-service environment, I mean you are greeted, you are helped, questions are answered, dialogues and conversations are there. They help you with the clarity and the confusion and the misinformation. They make sure that you, you have the tools that you need to be able to really make a difference, but you can also get great success. And I think that that's really, really important. And I think a lot of times we just don't get the right information. Or we guess, or we eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Don't do that. There's plenty of other things in your life you can guess at and cut corners. If you want to be healthy, get healthy, stay healthy, all that wonderful stuff. If you want to be there in that modality of better health, you got to do the right thing. But if you don't know what thing to do or how to proceed or where to start, that's what Stay Healthy is all about. 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston right next to Smith's Monday through Saturday 9 to 6 and closed on Sunday 877-2494-877-2494. The webpage stayhealthylasvegas.com. Enter your email address, become a partner with them and get to know them and you know make them your one-stop location. Listen to any of the radio show podcasts, print coupons, all of it at stayhealthylasvegas.com. I hope everybody has a great day today. Remember that it's it's time for us to start prioritizing ourselves. You can be that go-to person for everyone else. You can always be the solid rock foundation. But don't run yourself into the ground. Don't cut corners for everybody else and not leave anything for you. Because you're going to run on empty and you're going to crash and burn. Always take care of your stuff. Even on an airplane, they tell you to put your own oxygen mask on first. Do that for yourself. Have a great day. Check out all the products from Now Foods. Stay healthy. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health and well-being. With the best guest in the industry, helping us all to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are available at stayhealthylasvegas.com. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. The store hours, Monday through Saturday from 9 to 6 p.m., closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy provides exceptional service and outstanding knowledge every day. I hope to talk with all of you soon. Stay healthy.